wish you all a really blessed Christmas and a wonderful New Year. Christmas at 12 o'clock, right? Wherever they are, right? Oh, why 12 o'clock? Because that's when he, exactly when he's born. They have clock at that time. <laughs> they must have, right? So, so we have a special presentation. Oh, yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wonderful. 
presentation we do it anytime, any day. Okay, let's go. Bravo! Well, yes, this is a special presentation for Supreme Master Television. Are uh, you from Australia? <laughs> I can hear yes, that. Right. You came here to die? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, to die, to die. <laughs> you know, when I asked an Australian if he came here to die today, I come here to die. And I say, yeah, you came here to die? Yes, to die. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get on with our program. And we say hello to all the people in the world first, okay? Hi! And we sing them a song. We wish you a Merry Christmas. that we could have, uh, you know, a festival like this every day, huh? for all the saints in the whole world, past, present, and future. Yeah? But we gather here at Christmas because this is uh, almost like international recognized holidays where we all could have chance, have time, the free time to celebrate together. Yeah? Otherwise, I think we could. We should celebrate the birthdays of all the great masters, the great saints from the past, present, and maybe future if we know. <laughs> yes, we celebrate at least one of them. And this is Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, just a symbolic, you know, symbolic celebration for all the masters that have graced our planet because they are normally numerous masters, you know? We don't know all of them. Some masters are quiet, some masters left no record, yeah? Some masters don't have uh, many disciples, or some masters don't even have a chance to have any disciples. Although his or her blessing is still in abundance for the world, whether he or she has disciples or not. So even if we want to celebrate every day for one master, we could not have enough days to celebrate, yeah? So, but uh, nevertheless, since we all from the same God, be it Muslim, be it Christian, be it Buddhist, be it Jainism, be it Sikhism, Hinduism, Baha'ism, Zoroastrianism, or anyism at all. Mm. So we just celebrate uh, the Christmas as a symbolic of all the Master, birthday on earth. We want to express in this day our deep 
gratitude to all their sacrifices and noble teachings. And because of that, because of their sacrifice and noble teachings, that our world became better and better. Yeah? If you complain about now, you should look back in the history. You see? <laughs> see, we are really definitely better. Yeah? Better in moral standard, in uh, uh, standard of living, yes, in spiritual, and every aspect, even though it's too slow for our liking, but it's, it's better and it's getting better still. Yes? For all the news we hear every day from Supreme Master Television, the world is truly getting better. Yeah? So we celebrate Christmas in deep gratitude to all the masters that have graced our planet. And may it remind us all of love, compassion, peace on earth, and that we may walk in the glory of God and bring heaven to earth for all her co-inhabitants and all the flora and fauna as well. I wish you all a really blessed Christmas and a wonderful New Year. Love, love. All right, now we're going to have your program. Okay, let's welcome our program presenters. Thank you, Master. We have a, uh, a selection of songs from around the world, Christmas songs from uh, various countries. Yeah. And the first of those we'd like to introduce uh, from Germany, uh, uh, three sisters who will be singing Ode Frolike. Okay. Special song, Yoloshka. Teroska. What does that mean? It's Christmas tree. Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. How suitable. <laughs> because we don't have any. <laughs> Wonderful that you bring a tree to us. <laughs> because uh, we try to be green, you know? We try to save the forest so we don't have any tree. And in my home, I have those uh, potted trees, any potted tree, and I just hang the, the light on it. Okay. Welcome the tree from Russia. В лесу родилась ёлочка, в лесу она росла. Зимой и летом стройная, зеленая была. Зимой и летом стройная, зеленая была. Вау! Wow. 
this tree. <laughs> Beautiful, melodious tree we have. Thank you so much, Russia. Thank you, Master. How you say thank you in Russia? I knew, I forgot. Spasiba. Spasiba. Thank you, Master. Spasiba, Russia. From Russia to Switzerland and Okomet Al El Heiligen. Okomet Al Heiligen, fröhlich triumphieren. Okomet, Okomet, nach Bethlehem. Seht das Kindlein, uns zum Heil geboren. O lasset uns anbeten, o lasset uns anbeten, o lasset uns anbeten, den König, den Herrn. Wow. Mm. Don't you have any colder country than Russia and Switzerland? <laughs> just, just how cold is Bulgaria? Oh. We might have another white Christmas in Bulgaria, perhaps. Yeah. Um, here we have a, a song called Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Oh. <laughs> uh, this is a song, a children's song, mm. uh, for uh, the Santa Claus and uh, here's gift. <laughs> mm. You go zoom, zoom, zoom? Zoom, zoom, zoom? Zoom, 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 zoom. Zoom, 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 zoom. Coevan, coevan, coste doide tu prinas, san dobria dia domras, isca moste stom gozerna, otserce da go pregerna, chessis nam, chessis nam, toimi nausi dargoliam, chuk 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 chuk, coetuk, coetuk. Кой е вече тук при нас, сам добрия дядо мраз. Искам още, щом го зърна, от сърце да го прегърна. Че си знам, че си знам, той ми носи дар голям. Че си знам, че си знам, имам вече дар голям. Дар голям! Зинк, юмастър, благодаря! Благодаря! Зинк, зинк, зинк! So nice! Oh, man, all this language is so beautiful. Yeah, beautiful languages, huh? I mean, it makes it more difficult for us to understand each other because of different languages, but on the other hand, they're so beautiful. We like to keep them all, eh? <laughs> beautiful, yes. Okay, what next? We have another European language. We're still in winter, and uh, uh, this is from uh, Portuguese initiates. What is it, the language? Portuguese. 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 Oh, <laughs> bonito. <laughs> you in Portugal. Yeah, in Portugal. It's good, good. Ah. Oh. Para a nossa mestra feliz alegrar, patrocínio pequenino, sino de Belém. Já nasceu Deus menino para nosso bem. Uau, bravo! Beautiful, beautiful. I wish I speak all the languages, I mean physically. Uau, wow, beautiful languages, yes.
uh, next from uh, USA uh, in the southern states, so it's probably not too cold. Not but, too cold. Uh, here's a song um, called A Christmas Song. I can see there's not too cold where they live. Look at their color. <laughs> Full of beachy color. Chestnuts huh? roasting on an open fire. Wow. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey Vegetarian and a mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh and every girl and boy is gonna sigh and spy to see if reindeers really know how to fly. And so I'm offering this simple phrase for kids of one to ninety-two. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. professional or what? Yeah. <laughs> Real Jesse. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> you beautiful. My God, your voice, so nice. Have you been a singer or you are still a singer or you will be a singer? Or <laughs> What's your plan? I teach people how to sing. Oh, <laughs> please teach us. <laughs> I wish to sing like you. Beautiful, sweet voice. Thank you. So Thank charming, you. beautiful voice, eh? One more time. Wow. Ancora, ancora. Children, go where I send thee. How will I send thee? I will send thee one by one. One was Paul and Silas. One was the little bitty baby. Born, born, born in Bethlehem. Children, go where I send thee. How will I send thee? I will send thee two by two. Two was Paul and Silas. One was the little bitty baby. Born, born, born in Bethlehem. Children, go where I send thee. How will I send thee? 
I will send you three by three. Three was the three wise riders. Two was Paul and Silas. One was a little bitty baby. Born, born, born in Bethlehem. Wow. Ew. Beautiful. Thank you ever so much. Wonderful voice. Wow. So rich and warm. You have many students? Sure, huh? Yeah. If I knew you before, I would have come and studied with you. Then I would have been a better singer. <laughs> From yes, the sir. States of America, back yeah. to uh, Formosa, Taiwan. And we have a brother who's uh, composed a song. Yeah. Oh, we have music for the first time. Where have we been? <laughs> 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 光在那里我满心欢欢喜喜我打开你心房师父在那里欢笑在那里极乐天堂有我有你谢谢祝师父圣诞快乐我们福尔摩沙的同修所有的联络人还接下去还有一首歌谢谢谢谢叮叮当叮叮当叮声多响亮他为人们带来希望大家喜洋洋叮叮当叮声多响亮他为人们带来希望大家喜洋洋红衣红帽人两道白眉毛白发盘呼吸夹着美丽雪脚经过了原野渡过了小桥等着和平欢喜歌声天蓝地来到
窗边能多么慈祥，叮叮当，叮叮当，铃声多响亮。他为人们带来希望，大家喜洋洋。叮叮叮叮叮当，喜洋洋。当当当，叮叮。Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you. 谢谢谢谢。<laughs> Our next presentation is uh, a group of people from Olak and uh, giving you Christmas wishes. Kính thưa sư phụ, đồng tu Âu Lạc chúng con mừng lễ Giáng sinh với niềm vui vô biên và tạ ơn sư phụ trong tận đáy lòng của chúng con. Chúa cứu thế đã xuống trần để cứu rỗi tất cả mọi sinh linh. Thiên đàng và trần thế đang đón mừng đến hằng sống. Chúng con kính chúc sư phụ một mùa Giáng sinh vui vẻ và kim thần được an lạc. Cảm ơn. Cảm ơn quý vị. They wish you and the, all the audience of the Supreme Master Television a very happy New Year, Merry Christmas, uh, full of joy and grace from God. Thank you, uh, guys. Come on. Uh. <laughs> yeah, do we have anything else, guys? Well, you stole our thunder, Master. We, we planned to sing you, uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas, but... We sing together, why not? In We have one anyway, right? <laughs> We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings to you, to you and your kin. Good tidings for Christmas and a happy new year. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas and a happy new year. I think everybody's very happy now. We want to wish the television staff, uh, Supreme Master television staff, and all the television staff in the world, and all the journalists and reporters in the world, and all the news agencies in the world, a very, very wonderful Christmas and a successful New Year. Hurrah! <laughs> We love you. <laughs> Master, would you uh, like to please get the cake? I know that. Cake. <laughs> I can guess your inside feeling. <laughs> 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 I could not escape, so let's do it, huh? It's just a pity that our audience, you know, and other members cannot eat the cake with us. Huh? Well, we do it, and we wish them also have beautiful cake at home. Yeah. 
Okay, so which cake you want me to cut first? All of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> the chocolate. <laughs> okay, I just symbolically cut the, the tallest one. Huh? Yeah, we want to go to the highest, no? Yes. All right, there you are, sing something. Yeah. And never brought to so Christmas cake you ever have. Enjoy. Yeah? Who won the first champagne? For me? You the hosts don't drink first, do they? Okay. Everybody? Here you are. Yeah? Anybody try to divide the cake, please? Okay. And lucky, this is a non-alcoholic champagne. Yeah, vegetarian champagne. There, there. Okay, let's toast for a new uh, beautiful Christmas and a new beautiful New Year. Okay, here you are. Merry Christmas again. Happy New Year again. I wish you all the best. Whatever you wish, whatever the noble wish you wish will come true. Okay. Same to you. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. All the best to the audience as well. As well. <laughs> we also made um, vegetarian wine, yeah, from our loving food company. I made some, but some uh, in the making. They didn't mix it well enough, so I got to do it again. But we have some uh, red red wine. It's okay already. Tastes so good. Mm. Uh, next time, we will ask them to send some for us. Yeah? You know, from our own brewery. <laughs> Absolutely no alcohol at all, and it tastes wonderful. We call it heavenly wine because it tastes like heaven. You know where, this, where did it originate, the heavenly wine? It's a long story, but I make it short. I made it. <laughs> okay, that was just a quick one, but like this. I was having a, like a one-man band retreat <laughs> in a mountain at the bank of a river <laughs> and uh, alone, you know? And then, of course, it's getting cold at night over there, yeah? And the tent and the sleeping bag, it's okay for nighttime, but not when you're in daytime, you know. When uh, evening or afternoon, you're not in, in bed and in a tent yet. You don't want to be scooped up in a tent all day. So I was sitting on a rock, you know, at the river bank, and I was thinking of what can I do to keep myself a little bit amused and company and, and you know, feeling good because we're not drinking wine or anything, but I, I feel I need something warm. So I just uh, instantaneously invented this uh, uh, vegetarian wine, which is uh, completely vegetarian, huh? I mean vegan. There's no animal product in it. It's comprised of um, different kind of food juice and some 
spicy stuff and some herbs, yeah? Secret recipe. No, not really. <laughs> uh, but you have to have a right combination, otherwise it doesn't taste as good. And after I made it, immediately it tastes so good, you know, mostly I do things spontaneously and it tastes good right away. Wow, it was so good. And I named it. At that time nobody knew. And I didn't have many disciples like what I have now. And I just uh, kind of uh, enjoy myself with some of the people. Sometimes one or two uh, contact persons came because they had to bring me there, you see? And then they left and then sometimes they come back and bring me some little cakes or some tea or something like that, supply of food. <laughs> so I give them also this kind of uh, drink. And so we name it Heavenly Wine because it tasted like heaven at that time. So I hope we're going to produce it soon in a big quantity, yeah? so, that, so that you guys can also enjoy it. Yeah, just don't get addicted. <laughs> Our supply is limited, okay? We have just a small company. <laughs> Originally, I made it, I don't know, since the beginning, almost the beginning of my job. <laughs> and we never produce it because it's just for me. Normally, I never think of making money or anything until I need it. <laughs> and now, because um, a lot of people like it. You know, we have it in the, in the San Jose restaurant, yeah? And so now we're going to produce it for, to everybody else. Why not? We can't always go to San Jose restaurant to drink it. It's too expensive for that glass of wine, no? <laughs> too far, right? It's okay, we're going to have it all over the world. In, yeah, when it's produced, you're going to, you can order it. Or your center can order it for a whole package for you, and everybody come and take one, yeah, to try. We have a lot of stuff now. We have wonderful salad sauces and all the different kind. Beautiful, like passion fruit salad sauce even. Have you ever heard of it? No, it tastes beautiful. Yeah, lately, you know, the, uh, the passion fruit uh, salad sauce, I mix it with some of the uh, mushroom pate, eh? I mix it with that and a few drops of Maggi, and I dip cucumber to eat all the um, nachos. 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 Yeah, you dip it in there. Oh, it's wonderful. Or you dip cucumber, yeah, or carrot, or celery. Oh, it tastes wonderful. Or you mix it, put it with your salad. The sauce alone is good enough, but I like it more deep, you know, so I put mushroom pate in it, mix together, and a few drops of Maggi, and you can make a wonderful deep. Oh, it's beautiful. We have so many new products, you know? Like uh, vegan chicken, vegan ham, vegan beef, and all kind of stuff, and all kind of salad sauce, yeah? That's just one of it. We have, uh, you know, uh, sunflower, uh, mayonnaise or sauce, and we have uh, Japanese uh, mustard sauce, you know, salad sauce, and Taiwan salad sauce, and... <laughs> Tomato salad sauce, oh, it's just wonderful. All of them wonderful, really. I can't wait <laughs> to, to have it more for everybody to enjoy. Maybe next time, our next gathering, we will order a lot to bring here and we all share it together. Hey? Yes. Huh? Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You haven't got it yet. <laughs> okay, now we eat the cake. Wow, it looks so real and professional, eh? And no egg, no milk, nothing. Yeah? You don't need egg and milk to make cake all the time. I mean, you can use soy, soy milk, but you don't have to use uh, lactose. Yeah. Bon appetit. Muy bien. Gusta? Gusta mucho? 
Ah, chocolate, of course. Mm, not bad, not bad. Yeah, it's cool, it's cool. Okay. Huh? Hmm. Anybody want this? Use this to divide. Everybody a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay. I sing you one song, Christmas song, only one. Yeah? Vietnamese song. This is uh, the song describing that uh, the Lord Jesus was born in the cold night, you know, in the mango of the donkeys, yeah? And then uh, say that there are three wise men come, and come here, come, all of you come and have a look at the Lord who has been born so humble and so cold in the middle of the night like this, yeah. Because he wants to save human beings, yeah. And the song say that, oh, please, donkey, oh, please, uh, cow, please breathe into the mango, the, the warm air of your breath to warm the Lord of a human who has been born in this way, something like that. Đêm đông lạnh lẽo Chúa sinh ra đời Chúa sinh ra đời nằm trong hang đá nơi mang lửa Trong hang bê lem ánh sáng toa loa từng bừng Nghe trên không trung tiếng hát thiên thần vang lừng Đàn hát reo rạt tiếng hát sướng ca dươm vang xa Đây chúa thiên tòa giáng sinh vì ta Người hỡi hãy kiếm bước tới đến xem nơi hang bê lem đây chúa giang sinh khó khăn thấp hèn. Nửa đêm mừng chúa giang sinh ra chốn dương trần. Người đem ơn phước xuống cho muôn dân lầm than. Nơi hang bê lem thiên thần sướng ca, thiên chúa vinh danh chúng nhân an hòa. Nơi hang bê lem mục đồng xung quanh, ca hát vang lừng mến yêu chân thành. Ngày nay thiên chúa giáng sinh ra chốn dương trần. Người đem ơn phước xuống cho muôn dân lầm than. Nơi hang bê lem chiến lửa thơ hơi, tan giá đêm đông ấm thần con người. Nơi hang bê lem thiên thần sướng ca, thiên chúa vinh danh chúng dân an hòa. Nơi hang bê lem mục đồng xung quanh, ca hát vang lừng mến yêu chân thành. Okay. Maybe later. <laughs> anyway, maybe we say good luck and best wishes to our audience. Yeah?
Merry Christmas. Poetry, story, jokes. Poetry, uh, story, uh, jokes. All right, I tell you a story. Okay, there's a story about a Sufi master. His name is uh, Hilali. He went on a long journey through Central Asia, accompanied by five disciples. He uh, and his five disciples went all over Central Asia. From time to time, he uh, made his uh, disciples act with him in a different ways. Yeah, the following are some of their adventures. Yeah, they've been acting and doing different actions, probably for fun, probably to hide ideas, probably to see how people react, probably just to probably avoid some trouble, danger, yeah? Mm. You never know, huh? You never know how people react to a God-sent person, huh? a saint from God or a saintly person or a master of any kind when you pronounce that you are a master. But you cannot tell lie, you know? On one hand, you cannot tell lie. On the other hand, you have to protect your ID, Yeah? Because you know very well what happened to Jesus and the Sikh Guru and Prophet Muhammad and his, you know, followers and his disciples. For example, yeah? Many, many instances. One day, when they reached Balkh and a deputation of the great people from the city came out to greet the Master, Hilali said to Yusuf Lang, one of his disciples, I guess, yeah? You be the master, okay? And Yusuf was received an honor. Yeah, this is one of the games they play now. Yeah, oh, one of the actions they took. So Yusuf Lang was received and honored very much, and reports spread of the miracles which he had uh, accomplished merely by staying under the same roof as certain sick people. That means when even Yusef Lang, just a disciple, no? maybe one of the chief disciples, just stay under the same house with some sick person, and that sick person is healed or something good happened, that thing like that. Okay, so it spread all over the city, good news like that. Mm. Certain, you know, miracle workers. <laughs> this is what people think Dervish Hood is, and... What we know, it is not, say Mamula Hilali. What he wants to say to his disciples is, this is not what we are all about, because people just think in terms of miracle. You see that? You see that? Huh? True master never proclaimed this frivolity yeah, about healing the sick and all that stuff, you know, just a simple things. They don't even heal anything. They just go anywhere, people get healed. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, if it's... That person's good enough, yeah? Okay. Anyway, if that person is very good and the sickness is not too grave, yeah, then their presence is enough to heal them, you know? 
100%. But if that person, karma, the sick person, karma is too heavy, then at least they heal them some percent, maybe 80% or 70%, 50%, depends on how much karma more yeah, that that person has. yeah. So it weighed down. So anyway, they would heal them some way or another anyway. okay. But the master, Hilayla, said to his disciple, this is not what we intend to proclaim as uh, devishism, you know, it's one of the Muslim order, yeah? The devish, the Sufis, they all belong to Islam, yeah, or Muslim order, yeah. You know, the devish people, they dance a lot, eh? They're happy, they dance, and they go in ecstasy. Hmm? They dance, you know, with a big rope, they just dance and dance and dance, and they feel ecstasy. So the master, he wasn't very happy about it, you see. Mm. So in uh, Sukkap, the companions enter the town, all dressed the same, mm. none walking in front of another. <laughs> so they just walk in like in the same line, yes, so nobody guess who is who, huh? who's the master and who's disciple. You see, um, maybe that's why the master didn't want to show off as a, a master, you know, in case people just think, okay, the master go there, just make miracle, just heal people, and they all cling to him for that reason. You understand me? And that is not a spiritual practice in any case. Yeah, that's not what we want. Just in our group also, I told you, don't use miracle. And don't claim anything. Even if you have it, you don't claim it. Yeah? Because this is not our aim, yeah? To heal the sick, you know? or to cure the blind and all that stuff, they get cured by themselves, <laughs> naturally, yeah? But we are not to proclaim those to attract people, yeah? Similar. So you can know f- for sure that Hilali Mullah is a true master, yeah? Judging from this. You see, if he's not, if he wasn't a true master, he would have be very proud, you know, so look here, see, people think we heal the sick, and he proclaimed it. He knows it's not, yeah? He knows it's not important, and he knows it. God heals whomever, yeah? <laughs> Whenever he sees fit, no? Mm. So, in that case, and they went to another town, I guess, and walking with each other the same line. So, uh, one of the chief of the town asked them, uh, which is the great master? I am he, <laughs> say Elila. And immediately the people fell back, exclaiming, We knew it by the light in his eyes. Yes. Hilayla said to his companions, Okay, you learn a lesson from this. All right? All right. So everywhere he go, they play something, and then they learn some lesson. The disciples learn some lesson. The master didn't have to teach. You see, this is another lesson. They all dress the same, yeah? But uh, the people see his eyes you know, a spark with lights, I guess. Yeah, sometimes you see people can see the, the aura around a person and then they know who's who anyway. Even police, they know it. Some police have this gift, yeah? And they use it to see the criminal. If they have all black and <laughs> black and coffee color, then maybe it's more chance that he's not a very a good person, even if he's not a criminal, so they can work the case, you know? And if a person is all white light and all beautiful light, then they probably, you know, think twice to arrest that person or investigate much more deep in the case before arresting or accusing that person. Capish? Yeah, okay. 
Now, when the company enter Kandahar, is another place, ne? Kandahar, I think, is in Afghanistan, no? Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> it must be somewhere on the planet. <laughs> yeah. If it's not Middle East and Middle West, who cares, no? But I just remember the name sounds very familiar, like in Afghanistan or something, Kandahar, yeah? Uh, when they enter Kandahar, they were given a feast by the chief Sada, the name of the chief of that town, all sitting in a circle. Hmm? And uh, Halayla had given orders that he was to be treated as the least of the disciples. Okay, now he play another game now, another role. And the Java Akundzata was to be treated as the master. It's another one become master now. <laughs> I don't remember playing this game with my attendants before, but they always had the master car. <laughs> In any case, a master of some kind. And so all the shopkeepers treated them, wow, you know, <laughs> utmost respect, you know, Madam this, Madam that, and I'm just staying around, hanging around, picking this, picking that, you know, but nobody talked to me. <laughs> shopkeepers. Sometimes, yeah? Mm. That was a long time ago, huh? Okay. But the chief Sada said to them, huh? Verily, verily, uh, this list of the companions shines with the inner light. You know, the real master, because he wants to be treated like the, the last of the disciples, yeah? The lowest rank. But the, the chief of Sada saw something, saw the light, I guess. So he said, Verily, this list of your companions shines with the inner light, and whatever you may say of him, I don't care. I regard him as the Kitub, the magnetic center of the age. Kitub is master, right? You don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. So, you see, even the master always disguised as nobody, but they always know that he was somebody. Yeah. Even he's a normal uh, person. He wasn't a disciple or anything like that, I guess. Hmm? And he can see the light from the Master. Maybe that's why, yeah? Oh, so he said that, no matter what you say, I don't care. I regard him, him as the Master, as the magnetic center of the age. So the great one, no? Yeah. All saluted Hailalai, who was forced to recognize that the Sada, although a ruler, had also the capacity to perceive what other men do not perceive. So we see here, it's not always that the government leader or the ruler are blind. Huh? Yeah, we've seen uh, several stories that I read to you. You see, like King uh, Janak, huh? Yeah, also before King Akbar of the Buddhism and many other kings and princes, you see? It's not all people who were born into a high society or who govern the country or in a government system are blind, spiritually blind, yeah? So treat the earth, you know, with respect, nah? See people with different eyes in case you always say, oh, the politicians. It's not necessary. So, uh, For example, the president of Slovenia, yeah? He's so good, no? And many other presidents... Maybe, probably they are not a vegetarian, maybe not, but maybe they don't eat that much meat, and even though they 
they admit, but they have no hatred in their heart. You understand me? It would have been better if all the leaders, all the people, eat just vegetarian, vegetable, yeah, and leave the animals meat alone. It would be better for them only, also, yeah. Of course, we want to rescue the animal, but the one who doesn't eat meat, number one, benefiter, he benefits himself first. You see what I mean? Yeah. But not everybody knows that because they were born into such situation and the, the society, they are eating meat and they eat meat since they were young. Nobody showed them any other way. You understand me? So I feel very sorry for everyone. That's why we are doing what we're doing still, yeah? Otherwise, after initiation, we just cross legs and <laughs> we do nothing, yeah? And we do what we do just for us and we don't care. You see what I mean? We shouldn't bother about other people. But it's the time, yeah? The time now is urgent, so we try to help what we can. Mm. So, you see, I think the Master wants to teach these disciples some lessons as well, yeah? Practical lessons. Because if if a Master always say to the disciple, Oh, I am the Master, yeah? I tell you truly, I can rescue you, I can help you. I can save your soul and all that. Sometimes disciple, okay, sometimes maybe not. Huh? They doubt the master whether it is true or not. And so sometimes outside people tell them. And sometimes you don't, don't have much experience, but the people outside who doesn't practice Quanning method yet, who are waiting and who are not even waiting, who might not even know who your master is, and they will tell you what, what experience they have with the master and so on and so forth. Nah? And then that time you wake up and I say, oh, really, our master is really not bad. <laughs> not so bad. <laughs> okay, I would think twice to follow or continue or not. Yeah, something like that. Now many times, yeah, the outside people have more experience than some of the so-called disciples in our group, no? Many times, you, you, you know that over the years, yeah. Of course, I don't say that you are lousy. Maybe you are, but I, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> what I mean is, you know, I told you sometimes ago that I was in a hotel, né? and even a doorman, he saw the light around my head, and he said to me, I saw it only once in every uh, many thousands of people, only once a while, you know. And he didn't even see the whole picture. He see only uh, a white light, yeah, a golden light, that's it. And the police station, he saw something, etc., and sometimes I just walk around uh, Florida someday, you know, and some people come near me and all that. They say they want some energy for me, etc. Good energy and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Just a walk-by person. Yeah. And sometimes uh, I just drive the car around and then some people stop me and say, What is that around your head? I say, What? I don't see nothing. I cannot see my head. <laughs> For example, you know, and I drive on, you know. And sometimes the Indian people, the, the native Indian in America, they told me that their elder has a message for me, that I have great work to do and uh, continue further, etc., etc. Mm. Okay. Okay, the story finished. Do you have any question? Hmm? <laughs> Now the quiet period begins. <laughs> this is not a silent retreat, is it? <laughs> I mean, outside you should not talk because of neighbors. And inside here you should talk and you don't talk. Are you okay now? Yes. You good? Yes. You don't have any question? 
You understood? Yes. Well, it's a simple story, huh? Okay. Well, continue. I'll tell you another story then. Hmm. There's a king named Mahmud, yeah? Probably from Persia. Hmm? The name is like Mahmud. Mostly they say Mohammed or Mahmud, yeah? Okay, now, King Mahmud hmm, was a mighty king of Ghazna. Anybody know where it is? Where it was? No Muslim around here? <laughs> Ghazna, okay. Uh, sometimes we might not know the names. I mean, they changed already or something, huh? Yeah, it's just those small, small kingdoms before, ne? Just like India, uh, before there was many small kingdoms. Ne? Now, now they still have like that. Each one have a raja. Yeah, a raja, yeah. Still, still have small, small kings everywhere in India. But they're not like before, you know, not so mighty or regal like before. But they still have the title. A raja, a king, yeah, and live in castle and all that. <laughs> but they have president then, nah? and prime minister, etc., etc. But they still retain all these kings in different small uh, kingdom. Mm. And sometimes uh, those uh, uh, raja or king went to sit at uh, some master's feet to listen to the discourse. I saw some of them. The only difference between this Raja and other disciples is that he has a golden, you know, embroidery cushion. <laughs> you can spot it. Yeah, and they sit in the front. And other people, they sit on the floor. They don't have cushion. Or maybe they have cushion, but just simple, like, like the one I have here, you know? No embroidery, no gold, no, no brocade, nothing. Huh? Look at that, huh? <laughs> so plain. <laughs> it's good, it's good. I like it like that. Because some clothes like this, sometimes it's pick on you, no? Yeah. I have to tape it, <laughs> tape it inside so it doesn't scratch your skin. Okay, this king named Mahmud of Ghazna was a mighty king. Mighty, mighty. One day he went out hunting. Why do they all have to go out hunting? Huh? Many kings went out hunting. Still, now up to date, still, some kings still went out hunting and prince and all that. Huh? What pleasure in, in hurting someone else? Huh? What pleasure in that? And what for? Huh? You go out, you shoot a deer and separate him from his mother or, some, or from her husband or from her babies. Yeah? What's joy in that? I don't see any. Yeah? Or even a fox or a rabbit, they all have their family. They mind their own business, yeah? They're in deep in the jungle, and you go there, and you uh, use many manpower, and then, how you say, cornering them, and then just shoot the helpless creature like that, and call that hmm, a pleasing spot, a spot, yeah? and take pleasure in that. I have no, no words to say how anyone can feel pleasure in that. Or shoot a duck or wrench a duck's necks and all that and call that um, men's spot, no? It's not, is it, no? Mm. I don't think it's a good spot at all. It's very cruel and very inconsiderate for their family, their feeling, and their physical pain and all that, no? It's just, you just corner them and then they stood helplessly there and then you just shoot them. Suppose it were you, would you like it? No, suppose it's the shooter. Would he like it? No, it's not fair, huh? 
Yeah. It's bad enough that they eat meat and people, other people kill for them already. They have to go out and kill, not because they're hungry even. Yeah? In Africa, the so-called uh, say, uncivilized society, the African bushman, he came out, he has to hunt for food. But before he kills some animal, he asks for permission and forgiveness. Yeah, even that, and thank him for offering his life for his family, for the human's family, yeah. At least they're polite, no? You take somebody's life and you laugh at it, you know, while he suffer, and very ungrateful and inconsiderate. And not, they're not even hungry. Have you ever seen any king hungry? No. Or prince? No. no. <laughs> and go out, just shoot for fun, yeah? People eat because they're hungry. Okay, it's still... So not a good excuse, but still have some excuse. But you're not even hungry. You have everything you need, and you still go out and kill some innocent, helpless creature. I don't think is a very good spot at all. Excuse me, but I'm very straight, but that's the way I think. What do you say? Same thing, huh? Um, yeah, I mean... What, love? A blind tradition. A tradition, I know, but... What a tradition, huh? Bad tradition, yeah. You are not obliged to do anything. You don't want to. You are king. <laughs> you are king and prince. <laughs> you don't oblige anything, <laughs> yeah? Especially in old time, eh? King and prince, they are mighty. They are the ruler of the nation. They are the lord over everybody, how they are obliged to anything, yeah? They are the one who make tradition, not the are obliged to the tradition. So anyway, even nowadays, still some prince and kings still do that, I think, one or two, huh? I think they better stop it. It's no good for them, yeah? Not to talk about poor the animals, not not for good for them either, you know? What for you be aggressive and killer like that, huh? For nothing. What is a hero or machoism when you go shoot a little rabbit who trembling and run for his life, Yeah? who has no nothing to defend for himself. And you even corner him with your manpower. Corner them in one place so that they can all just shoot them, you know, à la merci, just uh, at them, at their, their merci, like that. They have nowhere to run anymore. This is horrible, no? I don't care who say what. It's not a sport. Yeah? Cruelty is never a sport. Yeah? Cruelty is never a macho image. Cruelty is never a mark of a man. That's what me thinks. Me thinks. Now, this Mahmud king went out hunting, and unfortunately he got lost and got separated from his party. And then he walked around with his horse, no? he ran around with his horse, on his horse, and he came upon a smoke the smoke of a small fire, and he rode there to that spot, where he found an old woman with a pot cooking on the fire. So Mahmud said to her, Oh, today you are lucky. You have a guest, a king as your guest. Wow, he announced grandly like that. What are you cooking on your fire? So the woman said, this is a bean stew. So the emperor asked her, O oh lady, will you not give me some? Sure you will. 
So the woman said, I will not. <laughs> this is only enough for me. I intend it for me. I cooked it for myself only. Your kingdom is not worth what these beans are worth right now. <laughs> yes. Because you might want my beans, but I don't want your kingdom. <laughs> I don't want anything from you at all. So, my beans are worth a hundred times more than all you have. Look at your enemies who challenge your possessions in every particular. Yeah, well, everybody wants to take his kingdom, you know, in the old time, eh? Every king wants to take the other kingdom from other king, neighbor king, and they're always planning something, eh? The kings are never <laughs> sleeping well. <laughs> so, I am free, eh? but you are not, yeah? And I have my own beans, and right now you have nothing. The mighty Mahmud looked at the undisputed owner of the pot of beans, <laughs> thought of his disputed domains, and wept. He was crying. At that moment, I guess, he understood the ephemeral nature of life and the uselessness of the possession. No matter what you have, it depends on where you are. Huh? If you have a biggest diamond in the world and you're lost in a desert, <laughs> who cares? Huh? In a few minutes, maybe, the desert storm came and you and the diamond <laughs> be forever buried. Nobody even knows where you are, let alone the diamond. Nobody even cares. Yeah? In the desert, when you found just a handful of water to drink that worth more than the biggest diamond in the world at that time. Yes. So it's not what you have, eh? It depends on where you are and how you use it and whether you're able to use it or not. Eh? At that time, the king had everything yeah, in his power, but he could not even get some beans from an old woman <laughs> who is his subject even. <laughs> what a subject, huh? I mean, okay. The thing is, because she was right, you see, she must be very enlightened, and she wanted to teach him a lesson then. I don't think she would be very stingy not to give him a little bit of bean, yeah? Or not because she hate him as a king or anything like that. But, uh, you see, because she hit the nails, you see, at the head, yeah? She drove home some lesson to him, and he suddenly realized that all the possession in the, his kingdom is ephemeral. Yeah, the enemies can always come and take it away in any time and behead him or make him a slave. Uh, he has to run for his life, go in exile, and he had nothing. Then, king or not king, you're nothing. King or not, it's just a symbol of something in this world that uh, people might recognize you as a king or might not. If they don't recognize you, you're nothing. <laughs> like the woman in here, she knows he's a king, but she don't care less. <laughs> What's the use to her? Yeah? <laughs> she says, this is my beans. I cooked it for myself. <laughs> I intended for me only. <laughs> oh, she's straight, no? <laughs> yes. But uh, what she meant is that useless your kingdom to me, yeah? And to anybody, because you can lose it any moment. 
Yeah? In the old time, you know, kingdom always work wars against kingdom, right? And there's always some king lost and some king gained. And the king gained become a double king, and the king lost become double slave. <laughs> Or, you know, worse than a slave, yeah? Because if a normal slave, you know, the king would keep him somewhere and give him a quarter to stay, yeah? And give him salary or take care of him. But the enemy king, uh-oh, you know what I mean? Never know when he escaped and came back and revenge to you. So he's a double slave, you know, locked and chained and watched, you know, over all day or night, yeah? not free. And that is if the king spare that enemy's life, that king's life. If not, he would chop his head and he's gone. Not only the kingdom gone, but the king has also gone. <laughs> yeah. It is not easy to be a king, is it? No? Yeah. Thank God nowadays they have only president. <laughs> <laughs> so for beginning to begin with, he knows the country don't belong to him alone. Yeah? He can borrow <laughs> the title for four years, five years, or the maximum eight years or something. And then he has to behave yeah, like an ordinary citizen. Oh, ex-president, I still have some prestige. But you cannot do much except running around. <laughs> Being like an ambassador without pay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Still working without title. Oh, you have a title, ex-president. <laughs> you are an ex, yeah? And just even a few days ago, You were almighty, you know, in the whole world, everybody is scared of you. The whole world look up to you, or even look down on you, but they're still scared of you, yeah? Uh, like, they feel still uh, awed by your power, yeah? President of what state, yeah? Or what country, no, especially powerful country, huh? Just a few days ago, when you were still in office, before the vote, the new, you know, the new uh, voted president came in, you are still somebody. In next day, you are no one. Yeah, I mean, you're still something, but you know, probably people take it easy on you for a few days. You know, still president this and that, and still polite to you. But you move out, man. Yeah, the palace will be empty, redecorate, remove, remodel, refurnished. For new presidents, yeah, you just out, out, out. No matter what you say, no matter what you want. I don't know how a president feels the moment he has to drove away, become nobody again. I don't know how it feels. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a very nice feeling at all, huh? You know, in a moment ago. You go everywhere with the most powerful army in the world, for example, huh? the most powerful airplane, huh? all security guard, everything at your fingertip. Yeah? You just say something, somebody die, <laughs> and, or not, or somebody live. Suddenly you go out, maybe with a limousine or with a car, but it's the same, might as well go with a taxi. <laughs> What's the difference anymore, right? I, I'm all prepared, you know. Even if you fired me, I'm already on taxi and bus and train. I don't care no more. <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Yeah? Get used to it, all this. So it's good that you sit on the floor in case one day you became president, who knows? And then you know already it's okay. I was on the floor. I couldn't get any lower than this. <laughs> I'm fine. 
<laughs> so I think all the presidents or the kings in the world should go and sit at the feet of some saint. I don't have to be me. I don't proclaim I'm a saint. <laughs> but sit at some teacher feet and learn something. Be humble first, nah? And then you will learn to know more about human psychology, about the suffering of other people, yeah? About humility. And then if the world deal you some hard-blowing knock, you will not feel so bad, yeah? Because you've been there. You've been on the lowest ladder already. Nothing can shake you that much anymore. But if you don't learn much, then... You don't have much wisdom and you don't have enough humility to deal with all this situation. It's not a very nice position to be in when you are on the highest and suddenly go down. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's horrible, no? Imagine that. You have all the bodyguards, all the army, listen to every word that you breathe. <laughs> and suddenly, no, somebody else is doing it. Somebody else is sitting in where you were sitting. Somebody else living in the palace where you were living. Somebody else command the mighty army, yeah? And all the bodyguards will be dying for him or her, and not you. Nobody cares if you die or not. You might be dying on the street, nobody cares no more. Do you understand me? Yes. Maybe symbolically you have one or two bodyguards, but who cares to guard you anymore? You're nobody anyway. What's the use of having bodyguards or bulletproof stuff, no? No one needs to bother about you anymore. And that's the humiliating, you know, meetings, huh? Yeah. So uh, it's not important to climb up the ladder so high, no? It's important to learn the common lessons in life, to learn humility, to learn how to serve people. Not to learn to climb high, but to learn to serve high. Yeah, not to learn to control the multitude and be powerful, but to be powerful to serve the multitude. If all the leaders of the nation learn this, then every nation will be peaceful. Yes? Practitioner can't um, tell their experiences. Is that another law that's imposed by the, the, um, the king of Maya? Yeah, also, oh, yes. yes. Uh, it's not only that, but uh, if you tell, you know, sometimes the negative power try, will try to hinder you, trouble you, yeah? That's another thing. And another thing is if you tell many people they don't believe you and they ridicule you, or in the old time, even worse, they may report you, okay? Remember the witch hunt and all that? Yeah, the medieval age, they burned many people, and not all of them are witch, just because maybe people worship them or maybe they have some special ability or something that people like them, yeah? And then somebody reports, like, hey, she's a witch, that's it. Then she'll be dead. Jesus, you see? Crucified. You understand that? True, yes. Yes. This word is the word of darkness, the word of Maya. You're not supposed to bring light here. You're not supposed to tell everybody that they are prince and princess. Yeah? You sometimes feel restricted in what you can present to people. You can say that, okay, generally, people can see this and that, yeah? People can see light, see heaven, and you also see some of them, but you don't describe detail. Okay, that's all. You just say general guideline, guidance, yeah? Yeah, sometimes I'm a bit afraid that they'll ask me if I've 
seen the light or seen this and that. You and, say, uh, yeah, okay, okay. You say, not only me, many people in our group see it, and you will see it also if you practice the same, that's it. But some people see a whole bunch of stuff, you know, and they're not going to write down all that. Is I'll tell everybody all that is not too good. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a little bit safer if you talk to the people who has a little good affinity, you know, and good uh, connection. Eh? That's why Jesus even warned you: don't throw a pearl to the swine. Eh? Yeah, you have to see whom to you talk to. Eh? So yeah, it what is, it is best if we discriminate a bit. Um, the and sort of feel the person that um, is talking to us. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. How far you how would, far you can go? How far you can go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in general, don't try to boast. Yeah, that's what it is. True. You know, it's no good for your ego. Yeah, and the person just listen and say, Phew. you know, <laughs> who are you? Talk like that? I don't believe you. Something like that. So you have to see whom you're talking to. Otherwise, you waste your time. And they laugh at you, and you feel also very depressed, no? <laughs> and you, you might lose your faith even, you know, because they will try to talk you negatively. Ah, you know, I know. Ah, you know, they try to do something negative or talk in a negative way, and then you feel very discouraged and disheartened, and maybe you even don't want to practice anymore for a while or something like that. Who knows? Yeah. A lot of people lost that way, okay? Anybody else? We had a video seminar in uh, October, and uh, I uh, went in preparation for it. I asked another initiate to be sure to bring an extra laptop, because I always like two of everything in case something breaks. Yes, 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 that's good. And uh, at this particular one, uh, sure enough, we did have two laptops, but the projector wouldn't talk to the computer, so we couldn't uh, show the video. Mm but we could get the excellent sound. Mm. And uh, we were after trying to get it, and nothing would work. Mm. And then uh, the person that was doing the, the script, she changed it altogether. And instead of, we'd give an overview of everything. Mm. She went into a discussion, the scientific uh, mm. reasons for being a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And the, the uh, experiment good. with the plants and mm-hmm. how they respond and everything like yeah. that. And usually when she has the ad-lib, she stumps, stammered, but this time she didn't. Yeah. And we never could get the uh, projector to show on the screen. Mm. So the uh, 15 guests just gathered around the two laptops to mm. view the video. Oh. They were mesmerized, and they didn't complain or anything like that. Yeah. But the gift or the wonderful thing was after... Everything was over. They enjoyed the food we had. Mm-hmm. One woman came up to me and she said, uh, where did she go? I said, uh, who? And she said, well, Master Ching Hai. Mm-hmm. I said, she's, well, she, was, she isn't here. She's in Europe. Mm-hmm. I saw her when I came in the room, mm-hmm. standing in the front. Mm-hmm. I saw her. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the washroom. She wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But she, I said, well, lady... You've been blessed. <laughs> and she burst into tears. And, you know, it was just a, everyone left there saying it was an awesome experience. We didn't see it, but we figured that the lecture went the way it was is because those group of people needed that type of information. Yeah. And, um, and I've called them. Some of them did take the convenient method, but mm. I've called them and they, 
working on that diet and everything because of information. Yeah. And so we just felt that, well, the things didn't work because we wanted to, to go that way. Yeah. Regular script. Yeah. So we thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Can I have a question? <laughs> How come it's always somebody else who saw the master or who have experience? <laughs> I just talked about that before with the the master Lailali. Huh? Yeah, we have bunches of experiences like that. Yeah. People always say, "Oh, you see something." Yeah. Something bad. And you're I drooling. It's good, it's good also, you know, because God works in different ways, huh? Yeah. Because maybe you cannot see too much. So God has to borrow somebody else to show it to you. So to strengthen your faith, you know? Because it's not always the master say this, master say that, you know. Okay, I am her disciple. Of course, she tried to convince me that she's great or big and all that. But I haven't seen anything. It takes somebody else to tell you. <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> and I answer it myself. <laughs> What's the use of asking you? <laughs> Never mind. You are blessed to your work, yeah? You are blessed to have faith even, you know? Sometimes Jesus said, blessed are the one who does not see but believe. Yeah, okay. Because you have it in you. Uh, it's not always the vision. But the vision is good to strengthen your faith. And if you cannot have it, somebody else tell you. And it's also not too bad, is it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe even better. Because she doesn't know your master. And your master never told her anything. Yes. So and doesn't even buy her chocolate or anything. Yeah, didn't give her any blessed candies yet. And she told you like that. So it's absolutely unconditional and true. You see what I mean? Oh, a lot of experience like that. A lot of people, outside people, see it, yeah. And the disciple drool over, you know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> how come we don't have that? How did you see her? Tell me, how? <laughs> yeah. Don't ask too eagerly. They will laugh at you. You are the initiated. <laughs> Why you ask me? Are you kidding? <laughs> if I see master like that, what about you? You must have seen thousand times more. Whoa, how air they are. <laughs> yeah, one time so we have the, only the convenience method. People and uh, he practiced convenience method. And after that. I uh, we try to wake him up, but he can't. Then we say, okay, slowly he when he return, and he just say that, oh, I saw something. That time it's a during master just uh, retreat from the Hungary, mm. and she he see the thing exactly. The master say something. Oh, and in the in the shock, retreat, we yeah, say, yeah, we shock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a shape. Way, but they are so happy. I believe that master yeah. just uh, that some people tell them in, to encourage their. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Poor guys. Now his whole family they are uh, already petitioner. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> they are there to help you, <laughs> <laughs> strengthen your faith. Uh, yeah, it happens. Yeah, okay, it happens. All right then. Any more questions? I have a quick question. Hmm. It's kind of in line with what he was asking about inner experiences. 
And not so much about uh, visions or anything like that, but if you realize something and you want to share it with someone in a uh-huh. way that, like a lesson type of thing, like if, in, in interacting with your family or mm. in interacting with other people. But you still cannot tell details, okay? okay yeah. You might lose it, that's all. That's you what I, I, I wanted to be clear about that, because yeah. usually things come up and people ask questions and yeah. I don't want to share anything with them, because I know that. No, you just say generally, yeah? The practitioner can see this, can see that, can see that. And some of it, including myself, okay? You can say that. You can describe anything you want, and you say, including me, I see some of this stuff, yeah? Anyone can see some of this stuff, yeah. But you cannot say, I see this and I do that, the way you describe it to me, like, Master, you took me up here and do this, do that, it's, it's no good, okay? Yes. It's another thing that we don't want to use this to teach them. You see what I mean? We want them to want God first. And if they do want God, there will be the way that you will lead them in. There will be the way that God will use you or someone else to bring them in. Okay? Yes. Without uh, interfering with your practice, without uh, blocking your progress. Understand me? Of course, when we see things and we're so happy, we want to share with the whole world, you know, but only if they have ears, no? And it's just... Just to some extent only, yeah? You can list whatever you want. But you say, I'm not allowed to say what I see. I can only tell you that I've some of that. I have experience. It's not so much about seeing. It's almost like about realizing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also fine. It's also fine. No, you can do. Any outer experience or realizing the concept. Or yeah, that's that, what I mean. Then you, yes, yeah, that's okay. Okay. But the inner vision... No. Oh, yeah. Uh, Is there a danger in losing the concept if you share it? No, 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 no. no. That won't be. But still, see whom you are talking to. Yeah? Okay. Okay. If they have ears or not, no? Yeah, all right. It's difficult sometimes to know who is who, but if you can know whom you're talking to, it would be better for you. Otherwise, you lose enthusiasm. Later on, you don't even want to talk anymore about that. And it happened that that person are eager to want to listen and you already put off because of the negative people in the previous experience. Do you capish? Yeah. You save it, you know, your precious realization. Save it for someone who really hunger for it. Because you keep telling at random and everybody tell you off and say, ah, oh, no, don't talk nonsense, don't talk nonsense. And later when you met the guy who really wants to know about it, you already put off, you say, ah, oh, don't ask me anymore. <laughs> you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right? No more? Okay, good. I'm going. (laughs) Some more cakes and candy all the time. You might have some, okay? (laughs) Yesterday I gave you already by hand, right? Today you take it yourself. (laughs) Gracias. I'll see you later.